Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Sadie Olivia, and this is my podcast, Student of the Universe, where I talk about astrology and tarot, psychology, whatever really interests me. And you know what's really interesting me today? It's the most significant astrological event of 2022. It is coming up in this month, the month of July, and I wanted to talk to you about it because as the saying goes, you catch a fish for some dude and then he eats dinner, you teach that dude how to fish, and then he eats dinner every day. It's a well-known saying, so, (laughs) and I pretty much nailed it. I do wanna teach you how to fish today, so let's learn. Okay, so let's just get a quick overview of what is going on. On July 26th of this year, Uranus and Taurus will become conjunct with the North Node and Taurus. What does this mean? Well, let's go to my one of my favorite sites for astrology because as much as I love making research, it feels kind of silly to just rewrite what I'm reading. Um, you know, because I'm going to make an interpretation off of it, so why would I just, you know? So this is from cafeastrology.com. You can search Uranus conjunct North Node and you will find this beautiful little article they wrote for us. Um, So here we go. With Uranus forming a conjunction to North Node, we attract people or lessons into our lives that encourage us to detach from traditions or conventions that are keeping us from growing. It's a good time to make pivotal friendships or group connections. In 2022, this Uranus-North Node alignment occurs in the sign of Taurus. Life lessons are about learning to be more self-sufficient while concerning ourselves with bettering the world around us, that is, with others, the community, and society in mind. It can be about restraining ourselves to change our definition of comfort, abundance, opulence, security, and pleasure, perhaps in ways that also benefit the group or the planet as a whole. We are also especially aware of current values in society, and we can be excited about helping to shape them. As well, we are redefining what it means to be secure, comfortable, wealthy, or stable. So, really well said. I could not have written that better myself, so I didn't. (laughs) But let's talk about, like, when was the last time this happened? Because it happens pretty infrequently. Um, The last time it happened was actually 15 years ago. So this is, like, when it happens you got to pay attention because it happens so rarely, you know, like the more frequency in astrological transits happens, the more it's on our minds. It's not going to change a lot of things really quickly. It's going to change some things really slowly. But anytime someone's like, whoa, this astrology transits, it's the first time it's happened in like 10 to 20 years. You got to start writing that shit down. You got to start, you got to do something because the, the rarer the transits, the more impactful it is and the more intense that impact is. So when was the last time this happened? The last time that Uranus was conjunct with the North Node was in the sign of Pisces on March 31st, 2007. It actually happened around February 23rd to May 16th was when that energy was occurring. So I don't know about you, I was eight years old in 2007. I have no clue what I, whoa, wait a second. You know what we could do though? Let's see, cause I started posting YouTube videos for the first time ever in 2007. So maybe, just maybe, it happened during this process. Wouldn't that be so insane if I figured that out right now? Another thing about me is that I really enjoy 
I really enjoy doing things with people. Like, I don't want to, like, do the research and then be like, I studied for you. No, 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 no. The video um, I first posted uh, was called You Can Do Anything. Okay, let's see when... Please. 14 years ago. Damn, don't tell me I posted... October 20th, 2007. Okay, okay. Let's just take a little detour. October 20th, 2007. Astrology. Tell me what was going on. That's when I posted my first video. You can do anything if you haven't like heard about it or know anything about this video. Um, it was the first video I ever posted on YouTube. And I wish I was joking <laughs> when I say... Um, I was just goofing off. I was just saying what I felt, what was on my mind, and it got like half a million views, which right now would be like, okay, that's cool. You can make like some money off of that. But in 2007, half a million views was like, I guess the equivalent today of like a million or more, like, <laughs> oh my God, view inflation. I totally believe that because I feel like there are less people like on the internet or aware of it or like on YouTube. I mean, that's just a fact. So in terms of view inflation, it was what I would consider a viral video. Um, and I had no idea. My mom didn't really let me go on the internet. She was just like, if you want to post a video, like I'll post it on my my Google account for you. So anyways, let's see what was going on in there. I don't want to know about people born on that day. Tell me. Where are the real... You ever look up astrology things on Google and it's just like... 13 must-know facts about Libras born on October 20th. Like, dude, please. Please, stop. Tell me every transit that was going on. I'm too far past this. I'll just type in transits. I typed in astrology and I think it was too basic for them. They are like, yeah, we can give you that. The worst you've ever heard. Oh, finally, thank God there is an actual transit calendar. It was in Libra season, so that's my first house. I'm a little Libra rising, so I was like, oh, I'm feeling myself during Libra season. I have always loved Libra season. Like, a fucking, that's a good time for me. The moon was in Aquarius on that day. Aquarius is my sixth house. The sun in Libra was sextile to Pluto and Sagittarius. Um, what the fuck? This aspect will make you want to recycle things in your home that need recycling? <laughs> Okay, one thing that really bugs me is when we just kind of like try to make transits as human as we possibly can. Like, what would a human want to... What's the human translation of this? Um, I don't think astrology is talking about recycling at all. Unless it's like a, f a metaphor for like something. I don't know. Powerful change can occur through your relationship where intimacy will be explored and bring you closer together. It is a good time to ask for financial favors from powerful people who can help you. That None of that's relates moon in aquarius sextile jupiter and sagittarius this is a wonderful time to get together with family and share and remember business opportunities are bound and good money can be made it's a wonderful time to decorate your home or buy a beach house who what out of touch person wrote this it's a good time to buy a beach house i fucking wish i could buy a real house man what are you talking about what are you I, okay okay it was written in 2007 Get a grip, Sadie. It was written in 2007. People could afford homes. Just kidding. They couldn't. They couldn't afford homes then and they can't afford them now. So who who wrote this? What am I doing? What am I doing? Okay, I've never gone to be diagnosed for anything. Any of my mental 
diagnoses have been made on my own I just don't I have trust issues and I don't want them like maybe I just don't want it like confirmed fucking focus Sadie okay I'm sure that if instead of going to a doctor I took it to a vote with the people who listen to my podcast they'd be like yeah you got ADHD why don't you focus a little I'm trying to know what the fuck is going on (laughs) I'm like okay okay sorry um okay so let's get back to what we were talking about so the last time that Uranus was conjunct with the North Node was on March 31st, 2007. That's like the peak of it. So if you have any memories from around that time, what changed, what happened in your life? <laughs> I was thinking, to, <laughs> I was like, I wonder if that's when my dad left. <laughs> but I can't confirm that. There's no fucking internet post to tell me when that happened. Oh, Do we leave in the highly personal jokes? Yeah, I think at this point we do. Anyways, the last time it happened before that was November 12th, 1991. It was between June 1st and December 21st, and that one was in Capricorn. So they're, you know, they happen like, okay, so here's the years. We got, in 1946, it was in Gemini. In 1961, it was in Leo. In 1976, it was in Scorpio. In 1991, it was in Capricorn. 2007, it was in Pisces. And in 2022, it is in Taurus. So... It skips a sign every time it comes around. That's really interesting. But the next time it happens is October 20th, 2037. I will be 38 years old the next time it comes around. And I'm freaking 23 right now. So, oh, it happens every 15 years. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. What happens every 15 years? I don't know. I guess this is my second time going through it. I was trying to find, like, what was I doing in... February to May of uh, 2007 that was crazy to me what was going on I wish my mom didn't delete her Facebook then I would know but I don't know because I deleted everything from my past on the internet I've been applying to jobs lately wait let me take a sip of my coffee mmm bon appetit I've been applying to jobs recently, and I'm in my 12th house year, and this is the first time in my life that I've applied to jobs in my 12th house year, because the last time I was in my 12th house year, I was freaking 11. So, it's my first time applying to jobs during this time, and let me tell you, it's different. It is certainly different, and what I mean by that is that I realized that I was just leaving a lot of information about myself on the internet for anyone to see. And that's not good. (laughs) Um, I found a TikTok account that I made during the pandemic. And, um, you know, during the pandemic, I, I had never had so little responsibility to anything. And I'm sure you understand. I'm sure most people understand that feeling. Like, um, I was out of a job because of the pandemic and everything, so... It was the first time I had been unemployed in three years since I first started working. I'm young, okay? So, that's... I'm not lazy. I'm young, okay? I've been working full... I Well, not (laughs) full-time. I've been working for three years, and then I finally get this break that I never anticipated. Like, I remember when I got my first job that I, like, committed to um, in 2017. I was like, dang, I'm never gonna not work again. So, I think... When the pandemic happened, I was like, 
all right, never saw this coming. Better make the best use of this time as I could. And unfortunately, I did quite the opposite, but I thought I was making the most of my time. And so I would just like drink box wine and make horrible TikToks. That was like the ideal fun I could have locked in my room, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure plenty of people got drunk and made TikToks during the quarantine time. But I left them on the internet under my under the username my full name like my first and last name officially the one that's listed on my linkedin and you go there and it's just all these tiktoks of me just like drunk acting weird and i'm actually almost a year sober i'm about 11 months going on a year sober right now so it was embarrassing to find that and be like dang i had no idea at the time that i probably shouldn't have been drinking like i thought it was fine but hey, it's future me, let's delete this account. So I deleted that account and I deleted a bunch of accounts like from when I was a kid and I would just goof around and post stuff and when I was a little bit younger and I was just like, that's just not who I am anymore and I don't wanna just leave it up. I don't know why I hadn't, okay, I do. I hadn't thought about that before because I wasn't in my 12th house and the 12th house relates to hidden things. So I was like, hey, I have hidden a lot of information about myself on the internet and maybe I shouldn't do that. So yeah, so I solved that problem. Good luck finding me on the internet now because I'm very intentional now. So if you ever saw those things that I deleted off the internet, no, you fucking didn't, dude. Shut up. No, you didn't. They're gone now. And this is it. We got the podcast. We got the blog. You don't need to know about anything else. That's it. I mean, I'll probably end up deleting the other stuff anyways because... 12th house year, whatever. This is it. Okay, moving on. Just letting my thoughts roam free. Uranus conjunct north node. Let's get the frick into it. So, in order to find out what house this transit will be impacting for you, you're going to want to go to the circle of your birth chart. And unfortunately, it'll be pretty important to have your birth time for this situation because we're looking at exact degrees. We are looking at exactly 18 degrees Taurus in your birth chart. And you're probably wondering, what the hell are you talking about? Okay, I'll tell you. So I'm going to bring up my birth chart real quick. It's so cute. I love it. Okay, so I look at this little circle, right? And I have a Libra rising, which means the sign Libra is at the left and the sign Aries is at the right. And then they go in order all around. So then I'm going to take a look at Taurus, which is right above the Aries. And then what you'll notice is that you'll see the symbol for Taurus, which is the little circle with its little ears. So cute. And above it will be a big number. There are two numbers next to it. One's bigger, one's smaller. The bigger number is the degree. So for me, it says there's the little Taurus symbol and then it says 13. I'm looking for 18 degrees Taurus. So 18 degrees would be in the direction of Gemini. So do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, the big number next to Taurus, if it's higher than 18, then the house would be the one that's between Aries and Taurus. If it's lower than 18, then the house would be the one between Taurus and Gemini. I really hope that makes sense. That's the best way I know how to say it. So for example, mine is 13 degrees Taurus. So it would be the house between Taurus and Gemini, which is the eighth house. And oh my God, 
can the eighth house truly fuck off? <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way. It's killing me, bro. It's killing me. Um, a lot of things have been in my eighth house recently, and it's like not amazing for me. <laughs> okay, actually, I was just looking at where all the planets are in my houses, and officially, all of them have moved out of the eighth house. There are some in the seventh house, so there will be more eighth house coming up soon, but right in this moment, there are no planets in my eighth house, which almost makes this uranus north node conjunction in my eighth house scarier because it's like okay i guess you know obviously i have negative things to say about the recent eighth house transits i went through i mean not even negative things to say let me just say i was handling the eighth house situations better than i had ever handled them before but each was still pretty difficult nonetheless like just because i figured out how to deal with it doesn't mean it isn't hard. I should have said this sooner, but the eighth house is sex and death and other people's money and I like to call it the transaction house because I view death, sex, and money as like transactions. Yeah, so none of those are currently bothering me, which makes sense. I wish I could go into more depth, but it would involve telling you details on my personal life that could that should only be said in a FaceTime call. No, not even then, because then my FBI agents listening Things that should only be said in person one-on-one. -on -one. And that's my Scorpio Mars talking, but whatever, whatever. I'm not going to force that guy to share things. But yeah, it's just making me think that there's a buildup that's coming. I don't know. Wish me luck. Wish me luck. Like, on July 26th, please, if you remember to, like, send me a prayer. Like, send good thoughts out to me because I'm gonna be experiencing it in the house of death. And I'm not saying I'm gonna die. Who, like, if I did, live fast, die young, bad girls do it well. But I don't think that's what's going on. I think something in my life is dying. So send me a prayer or a thought or energy or blow a kiss into the sky. I don't know. Because um, I'm really going to need it on July 26th. And uh, yeah. What house is it in for you? Dang. I could really use a comment section right about now. Because I would reply. I would tell you. Oh my god. Okay. I just set my microphone down and remembered what tarot cards are. Even though that's literally in the introduction of my podcast. I was like, I wish I knew what house this was in for you guys. So that I could tell you what's going on. And then I was like, oh, if only there was another way. Yeah, boy. It's called tarot. Let's meditate a little bit. You guys want to meditate with me? Let's put the tarot cards down. Dude, I love putting a meditation in here. Honestly, I feel like I'm kind of forcing you to meditate against your will, which of course I can't control whether or not you just skip the meditation or just kind of like do 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 do. Like you could literally be scrolling through Instagram on my podcast and be like, yeah, this guy thinks I'm meditating right now. I'm actually doing the opposite. Um, but that's okay. You know, whatever. Okay, here we go. I'll just pick the first one that shows up. It'll be, you know, sent to us from the universe. So take a deep, deep breath with me. Let us surrender to the universe. We have no control over our lives, only the way we respond to them. If 
if you're sitting, you can plant your feet flat on the floor and kind of ground yourself. Feel those roots of energy that connect you and the core of the earth. And if you're laying down, maybe have your palms face down so that you can also connect with those roots. And let's just forget about it. Just forget about everything. We don't care what happened today at work. We don't care about the miscommunication with that person. We don't care how someone perceived us being our authentic self. We have surrendered. The only thing we care about right now is our breath. It is the most simple task we need to do, and yet it's the one we forget we're doing the most. Imagine as you breathe that every time you inhale, there is a glowing golden light that fills your lungs. It seeps through them and into the rest of your body and you start to feel that tingle of light. I bet you can feel it right now on your fingertips and maybe the hairs on your arms. And when you exhale, imagine a darker cloud. And it's all the things you've been having a hard time letting go of. And when you let go, the cloud disperses into the air and it transforms into something else. It no longer exists. It can no longer bother you. Because you have surrendered. I just turned the volume down a little bit. Oh, I feel so much better. Every time I do a meditation on my podcast, like I'm genuinely meditating alongside you. And I just always feel like I just took a nap, even though we do it for like, what, a minute, maybe two. So if you don't mind, I would love for you to, as I'm doing this reading, kind of stretch, you know, feel where there's tension in your body and don't be afraid to get in there you know like for me it's my shoulders I collect knots like it's my job and so I will spend time just rubbing my back rubbing my shoulders and you know it hurts it really does hurt because they're pretty bad knots but it does reduce the tension to just give them attention you know so 
whatever you need to do, just kind of stretch and open yourself up. I want you to feel more flexible so that you can feel that way about the world emotionally. And let's just see, what is this going to look like? I'm gonna go sign by sign. I haven't done that in a while. So we'll start with Aries. Okay, spirit guides, with my feet flat on the floor, rooted and my spirit high, and the light connecting my crown chakra to the astral plane, I ask, what is Uranus conjunct North Node going to be like for Aries on July 26? We got the card Princess of Discs, which is the princess of pentacles in a typical tarot but this one they call them discs and i'm going to be taking a look at the little book just to kind of give you what the you know i want the actual interpretation from the author this card could represent a generous and loving person or more abstractly the ability to manifest your dreams in the material sphere this is the start of a fruitful journey the first efforts you put into manifesting your goals Resources are available for you to use. The way forward is laid out and you are being encouraged to proceed. So it seems like you've been putting a plan together and getting ready for the life of your dreams, the life that you want. And when this happens on July 26, you should begin the process of seeing yourself as that future self. This is no longer a matter of manifestation. It simply is that you are that person. You've been manifesting now. And in order to successfully reach your highest potential in life, you're going to have to start perceiving yourself as that now. So congratulations, Aries, you are in the next level. And it's gonna be a harder level. They always get a little bit harder. But look at how far you've come. Look at all the things you've done to get here. And it's going to take a lot to change your perception, to see things differently, but you deserve to be able to see them the way that you can now because you've worked through those old perceptions that didn't serve you. You really should be proud of yourself and this is going to feel really good for you. So the next one is for Taurus. What is the impact of this transit for our Taurus friends? So interestingly enough, we got the Ace of Discs for Taurus. So we're really in this pentacle time right now, which makes sense because, you know, this is about manifestation, abundance, and wealth. So let's see. The essence of Earth representing the material plane, our physical needs, and our physical form. When this card appears, consider your relationship to home or career, what resources or wealth are available to you, and how you relate to your own body. We are born into this earth and we are of it. We must navigate earthly laws and find ways to meet our physical needs while also enjoying physical pleasures. So it seems to me, Taurus, that you have been believing you can't have all that you want. You can't pay the bills and get your iced coffee at the same time. You feel like there are good choices and there are bad choices. And maybe for some reason you've been feeling like 
anything for yourself in any personal or what you might seem a selfish decision isn't for you, it's a negative thing, you shouldn't do it, that is not the case. And I would highly recommend treating yourself on this day, July 26th, because in the future, you're going to need to prioritize your needs and wants in order to achieve your fullest potential self. And I know the stereotype that Tauruses love shopping and they love luxury and beautiful things and food, but that doesn't mean the Taurus gives that to themselves, even if they do admire it. And it's incredibly important that you remember to give yourself those things. And it's not just about the cliche perception of beauty and luxury. It's about whatever you find to be beautiful, whatever you find to be luxurious. So if you want to start collecting acorns or, you know, try a really weird food combination that everyone would disagree with, that's also just as important. You know, you have to embrace the uniqueness of your identity in order to move forward. And you should spend money on that. And you should manifest your abundance through that. So, it is looking good for you. Let's see what Geminis are up to. The Ten of Swords. Oh, little baby Geminis. A swift and brutal ending. After the turmoil of the Nine of Swords, you have argued yourself into standstill, resulting in mental exhaustion. All sides have been considered and examined. Approaching the problem from an intellectual standpoint has reached its conclusion and the limit of helpfulness. It's time to make a choice. <sighs> it seems like you've been putting something off. It seems like, you know, you are so smart, Gemini, and you're really aware of your environment and the impact that it has on you, and you know what you need to succeed in life. You really have had it all planned out since you were a kid, at least what you wanted in that time. And right now, you know what you want, but you're not getting it with what you're doing in your life right now. And you know exactly what you need to adjust in order to manifest the life you want but you're unwilling to let go of it. And so I bring you back to one of my favorite words right now, which is surrender. It is time to surrender to the will of the universe. Just because you want something doesn't mean it's for you. Everything that is meant for you will never pass you by. So it is time to learn to let go. You gotta let go. If it doesn't serve you, it doesn't serve you. You will find what does serve you. And you know what? You will be totally okay on your own, doing it yourself, with no one to tell you that you're doing a good job. You'd still be doing amazing. You'd still be succeeding. So I hope, I hope that you learn how to let whatever that is go. Let's do cancer. We got the Knight of Swords, sharp-minded and bold. The Knight of Swords embodies the joy of an intellectually stimulating argument. Bestowing nimble and keen treatises, this is the art of persuasion practiced with moral ambiguity. The Knight assertively strives towards a goal without enough consideration for its implementation or who it will affect. Is it better to be right or to win? You think there's so much that you have to do and you have to save everyone in your life and you have to protect everyone in your life and you're the only one who can do it, but you have to stop. I don't know if anyone's ever said this, but I think cancer placements have... Oh, Peaches has something to say. 
I think cancer placements have a savior complex, but they don't really vocalize it a lot because it's usually them just trying to save everyone immediately around them. It's not like, oh, I have to save the whole world. It's just like, I have to save anyone that I love. And the thing is that you can't. You can't do it. The issues that you've been encountering trying to save people is because you can't save them and because you should be focusing on yourself. And I know you don't want to hear it. You're like, shut up, dude. But that's okay. Imagine if you gave yourself as much love as you give everyone around you. Imagine if when you were sad, you rubbed your own back the way you do for your friend. Imagine if when you were angry, you replied to yourself with calmness the way you would for your mother or your father. You are your own family. You are your own sibling, your own parent, your own child, and you should take care of them. You should take care of them before you take care of anyone else. Recently, Lisa told me this idea that we are a glass filled with water and there are holes at the bottom and those holes are the trauma. And if we don't heal them, tape them up, you know, put something to block them, then our glass never fills and we can never fill the glass of another. And even if we do heal them, if we pour them into the glass of another whose holes are still wide open, then we just waste all our water on someone who can't hold it. And I know you know what I'm talking about, Cancer, so get to it. Leo. The Six of Discs. It has a little kitty on it, which is so cute. Giving and receiving. After experiencing both feast and famine, you have gained an appreciation for your current situation, even if it isn't the height of luxury. This card represents a balanced sense of generosity that wishes to see no one go without, but also does not overstretch your own resources. In a state of stable happiness, you can trust the stability of your material circumstances. This is the good life. A bed of roses. Look, I understand why you feel like there's a point that you need to get to to be successful. That's what goals are, right? It's like, okay, I need to do this to get to this point. But the thing is, is that you have it. Right now, you have everything you've been manifesting. And you're okay. You don't need that safety net where you think like, oh, I'll never go back to that point again. Because honestly, you have no idea if you'll ever go back to that again. The abundance that you manifest in your life is ever wavering. It'll never be consistent unless you present a routine that is consistent. But then again, still, it won't be consistent. That was a lot to say. It'll never be truly consistent because there's always an ebb and flow of energy. Your emotions towards giving and receiving will change over time and thus manifest different results of abundance. I would like to refer you to one of my favorite words right now, surrender. If you are satisfied in the moment, there is no need to reach for more. You have it in your hands. Practice satisfaction, practice contentment. Practice your ability to surrender. You were given everything you needed when you needed it up till this point. Who says that will change? It won't. It's okay. Just do what makes you happy. You don't have to be looking for the next level that you can move up to or the next thing to achieve or the next place to put your name to be recognized. You're fine right now. You're fine as you are. 
If you can't appreciate the moment, you'll never appreciate the moment. And that's the only part of all this that really matters. So, good luck, Leo. Virgo. Oh, the teacher. Of course Virgo got the teacher. No one's surprised. I think the teacher is like special to this deck. I don't know. The teacher offers indoctrination into a code, education in an established system, formal training, or earning formalized qualifications. Standing for mastery, conviction, and tradition, the teacher can represent gatekeeping, an ivory tower mentality, a system of dogma used to explain the mysteries. This is how it's done. Yet the teacher is a paragon of heritage with no necessity of family ties. Virgo, you're given no choice but to understand that you are what you are because you learned it from others. That is inherent in your being. It is something you are aware of from the time you were young. But the thing is, you're, you're getting to a point where you're able to teach others about what you have learned. And sometimes you feel small looking up to the ancestors before you, your mother, your grandmother, everyone who came before you. And you're feeling like, are you able to truly grow past them? Is it possible that you will succeed in a way they've never succeeded before? Break the generational curse, move on from the nightmare that has existed within your ancestors for so long. But you can and you have. You have already transcended. It's okay to doubt yourself, and sometimes you'll feel like you have imposter syndrome, and sometimes the imposter syndrome will last months and months and months until you forget who you are. And that's okay, because they don't. The people who came before you, they'll never forget who you are. And you may think spiritually that they're upset with you for moving past it, or that possibly you will never truly be able to, and they'll be upset with you for that. But in reality, they've never been more proud of you. Because you're doing this for them. You are the reincarnation of the people that came before you. And you are doing this for them. So never be ashamed. Don't give in to your imposter syndrome. Sorry about my cat. She has a lot to say. If you're getting any messages from her, you know, that's awesome too. You were here to be the best there's ever been. Okay? No big deal. No pressure. Seriously, no pressure. You already did it, so you're good. You can do anything from here. Libra. We got the King of Swords. A person of dispassionate reasoning, of dry facts and intellectual pursuits. For the King of Swords, the scientific method is law. When referring to a person, the King is an expert in their specialized field. This card encourages you to approach a situation via intellectual means. Gather raw data as a thought experiment. What if you looked at the problem objectively? Just pros and cons. So obviously there is the stereotype Libras being indecisive, not being able to make decisions. Your emotions are overpowering you right now because in the past you might have been seen as too objective about situations. Maybe you've quit a job, gone through a breakup, you know, just gone through some type of ending and you were really logical about it so you didn't show a lot of emotion. You were like, okay, I understand why this works so I'm not gonna be too emotional about it. And I feel like maybe right now you're trying to have a more emotional perspective on it just because people have been so upset at you for being logical in the past, but 
yet again we must use our logic libras that logic is what protects you it's what makes you you it's safe it's okay to be logical about these things so I know that you're going to want to be using your emotions because that might feel like a better way of going through this ending, whatever's going on. I do feel like something's ending for you. And it's a really emotional experience. Like I feel like half the time you're really, you feel really emotional about it and then half the time you feel really logical about it. And you usually act more when you're emotional than when you're feeling logical. And that's probably because people expect you to show emotions. They expect you to be incredibly emotional about endings, about things changing. And if you just don't feel that, that's okay. You don't have to force yourself to experience emotions that you aren't having or trying to seem more human. Like if you feel like an alien, that's okay. Maybe you're an alien, you know? So Whatever is going on right now, I would trust your logic. I know that your feelings are probably going to tell you otherwise. They're going to be like, hey, listen to us. People like it better when you listen to your feelings. But I don't think in this situation that's necessarily true. It doesn't matter what other people want from you. It's, it matters only what you feel truly and what you think truly about the situation. And I would just look at the logic. Like it said, pros and cons list. Look at the logic of the situation and that's your answer you can't attach emotions to this problem that you've been going through for a while now and that's going to it's probably really going to peak on the 26th so on that day when that situation occurs use logic not emotion all right but feel your emotions just don't use them to make a judgment call scorpio The fool. Hello, little fools. Clear the slate. Remove all expectations. The fool leaps forward, inviting you to set out anew with an open heart. Savor the unknown and its limitless possibilities. The fool is life itself. Embodying hope and optimism, this card can represent the fool's luck, renewal, innocence, and trust. The very real possibility of joy, a grand adventure, freedom. The fool exists beyond binaries, calling for sacred unity. I think that you're having a new outlook on life. In the past, you've been really negative and pessimistic in order to protect yourself from disappointment. And recently, you've been feeling more drawn to optimism. You feel joy on a regular basis. You feel like there is beauty in the world. And it seems really against your nature to be so joyful and optimistic about life but it is in fact not against your nature at all. Scorpio is not the dark emo vibe. It's the intellectual, intuitive process of understanding the world very deeply enough to love it so deeply. And so it's okay. It's okay to move beyond that phase where you thought nothing good was in the world and you should just destroy yourself and have a good time in the process. It's okay to want to build your life up. It's okay to want to work for things and believe that those things will work out. You're not a sob story. You're a story that hasn't been finished yet and you can write the rest of it however you please in whatever tone suits you. So it's totally okay to just, you know, pick pink flowers and skip through the meadow and be a Scorpio at the same time. Those are not mutually exclusive, you know? You can be a little sweetie who just feels like everything's gonna be great, you know? So give in to your desire to be a little kid again and just goof around and not care what anyone else thinks. Sagittarius. The Three of Swords. 
Loss. Disappointment. You have come to the understanding that you can go no further down the path you are currently on, and a tough decision is before you. Painful or harsh words have been spoken that cut to the quick. This is a sobering reality check. Disillusionment from your expectations. Dang. I am so sorry to be the messenger of that. You've been thinking that things will work out the way that you expected them to work out for a while now, but that truly is not the case. You think that everything's fine, just going with the wrong decision and not doing what's best for you, and it's whatever. It'll work out, right? But the universe is kind of, you know, rushing you a little bit. It's kind of like, come on now, come on. You know, you know that's not for you, so why do you keep hanging around doing the same thing, you know? It's like Albert Einstein said, insanity is doing something over and over again, expecting a different result. And that's basically what you've been doing. You've been doing the same pattern that you're used to, the one that you feel comfortable with, the familiar pattern of existence, but it's not serving you and you know that. You're surrounding yourself with people or environments that do not serve you. In fact, they probably bring you back to a past version of yourself. And so the best way to move on from that you just gotta let go, man. You gotta surrender yourself. I think I've said the word surrender so many times, but truly you have to surrender yourself to the will of the universe. It just isn't working, okay? I don't know, I don't know why I have to be the one to say this to you. It feels like so brutal, but it's not working and you have to let it go. And I really hope you're not like crying right now because I don't know what's not working in your life and I hope it's not something super deep and important to you, but it's okay. You don't need an immediate replacement for the thing that isn't working. You just need to let go of it to make room for whatever's coming. You can't predict what will fill the space of the things that do not serve you. You can only let go of them and trust that the universe will put something even more beautiful in its place. So let go. Best of luck to you, Sagittarius. Capricorn. Wee, it flipped out so fast. Wheel of Fortune, hey now. Changing circumstances. What you thought was a given comes into question. The Wheel of Fortune may herald hard decisions in a time of transition. As the wheel turns, preconceived notions are shaken. This is a reminder that change is the only given. Hold on, a tectonic shift is coming, but this might be exactly what you're waiting for. I know you, Capricorn, you want everything to make sense to you. You want to be able to look at it like a game of Tetris and say, yes, that piece fits that piece. Booyah, baby. I did it. But that's not how life works, right? And you know that. So here's the thing. There is going to be some change that happens around this time, July 26th. And at first, it's probably going to feel really overwhelming. I would highly recommend preparing yourself for a cry session, a movie marathon, you know, whatever brings you comfort. Uh, if you wake up and you want to buy like a $10 iced coffee, just do it. I recommend it. Like stop thinking about the budget on that day because you're going to need some pick-me-ups, some coping mechanisms, because change is a beautiful process, 
but what it looks like from this human perspective from this earthly world is death it looks like something is dying and then something else is given birth to but the thing is they really just transform from one thing into another thing so although you feel like you're losing something as a sacrifice for gaining what you've manifested you're actually just turning the thing you're losing into the new thing and they never really disappear or go away forever it just becomes something different I know it's hard to go through changes because you're an earth sign, you want your routine, you want your familiarity, you want to feel safe. But I promise you, you can feel safe during this change. Just be mindful of your breathing, take time to meditate, treat yourself to little gifts, things that make you feel grounded and closer to home. Because things will be changing, but I promise you, if you just let it, you will be so much more joyful, so much more peaceful afterward. All you really have to do is relax. And for most people, that would be an amazing homework assignment, but it seems to be like the hardest homework assignment for you. So I hope you get an A like you usually do. Aquarius, the three of wands. The plan you've made is good and you should implement it. Progress has been made and you are ascending towards an idealized goal, so keep going. This card represents self-determination, the attainment of the goals at the expense of feelings. Expand your efforts and horizons. Even if it seems scary, dream bigger. I think that you've been holding yourself back, limiting yourself to these realistic expectations of what you'll be able to accomplish in a certain period of time, and you've also been sacrificing these bigger dreams in order to get a certain lifestyle. You might wanna do something very passionately, but you're reasoning with yourself, okay, but I need to have like a normal nine to five in order to support myself so I can do that passion. And you're not dreaming big enough to believe that you could just do that thing and you would be able to manifest the abundance necessary to care for yourself, the people you love, the environment that protects you. And you're actually incredibly capable of that, more so than you even realize. On July 26th, you'll be given an opportunity to choose. Do you want to go with the safe option, with the realistic goals and the passion as a hobby? Or do you want to make your entire life about what you love? This option will be given to you and you can choose either way. The universe isn't going to push you to go do your passion just because they want you to. You can make that choice yourself. However, I highly recommend giving way to the fear and choosing yourself. I can't think of anything scarier than not choosing yourself, but it almost seems like everything else is scarier than that. If you choose yourself, this will manifest everything you've ever desired and embark you on quite the journey. And if you choose not to, you are still capable of manifesting those dreams that you've always wanted but expect yourself to encounter many obstacles because you might not be going down the path that the universe has created for you. Aquarius, if anyone is brave enough to choose their unique interests over the expectations society has of them, it's you. It's just time to do it now. You've heard this as a stereotype about your sign forever. Now it's time to show them why being an Aquarius is being an Aquarius. You know what I mean? Rep your sign choose yourself pisces last but not least thank god my throat is killing me <sighs> queen of cups 
The freely flowing waters of emotion or a trusted friend. The queen adapts to the emotional needs of others. This card stands for mutability, connection to one's emotions and empathy, perhaps to a detrimental degree. You are entering a period of understanding as you accept both trauma and joy as experiences equal to your self-growth. Accept yourself without judgment or conditions. Trust your feelings and intuitions. Feel your feelings. I mean, obviously this is just so you. This is so water. This is so Pisces. It seems like lately you've gotten a little bit embarrassed of what makes you you. That emotional wateriness that allows you to time travel from one year to another, that allows you to convey messages through the sharing of music, to write poems in your journal, all the things that make you a Pisces. I know personally, because I have Pisces placements, that that can feel, you know, kind of limiting. It's almost like everyone expects you to be like a Tumblr kid from 2014 for the rest of your life. But the thing is, is that the way you experience that feeling, it evolves over time and it is always important. So even though you will often be greeted with the harsh reality of logistical thinking that so many people on earth have, you are entitled to your feelings. They belong in this world and they are safe in this world no matter what anyone tells you or makes you believe. It seems like you might have been putting off your emotions for a while, but I believe that something incredibly emotional will take place for you on July 26, which will give you the opportunity to tune back into those emotions and those daydreams that you used to cherish so often, and that now you will use them in your life just as powerfully as you've used them before. Like I said, I have Pisces placements and I used to daydream a lot as a kid, but I thought that that was kind of immature, so I stopped doing it. But now I'm 23 and I'm daydreaming again, and honestly, it feels so right. So let your inner child express their emotions however they see fit, and don't you dare judge them for it. Because you know what? Your future self, 10, 20 years from now, they're not judging you for what you're doing right now. So don't you dare judge your past self. Let your inner child be emotional. Let them act like a child. Okay, so at this point, you know what house Uranus conjunct the North Node is for you. And you also got a little bit of a reading from me. So I think you have a general understanding with both of those combined of what's going to be going on in that time period for you. And from most of the readings I did, this is an incredibly intense time. Like we are going through a lot of endings and a lot of beginnings. You know, I, as always, I recommend meditating and journaling throughout this time period. I cannot recommend it enough. But hey, express yourself however you are capable of doing so. Whatever your energy level is, whatever you feel like working with in terms of like mediums or whatever, dude, you just gotta do it. You gotta express yourself during this time because it's gonna be kind of difficult, kind of... It's going to be a little bit of a cringy time where we're just flinching all the time at our actions and our words and what's going on in our life. But hey, that's okay. That's okay. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of my podcast. I hope you learned a lot. I hope that you're going to be having fish for dinner tonight. I am so grateful that you listen to me talk about things when I get off track and when my cat screams viciously in the background and you know what just thank you and I appreciate you so much you can do anything and I've always said that so do it